I'm Joe Padula. And I'm Kim Edmondson. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, Joe. Good morning. And this Joe is Quinters, the that is. Local news you need to know. Yes, good morning, Kim. Good morning, Joe. How are you today? Yeah, good. Good. Down my coffee. Yeah, I'm liking the blue shirt today. Is it blue? Well, either that or it's an, a very uh, messed up white. Must be laundry day. Uh-huh. Got my stress ball. Yeah. Pop, pop, pop. What are you stressed about? I may be throwing it throughout the show today. We're going to see if somebody's able to read while on the fire. Yep. Oh, gosh. Stay tuned. Oh, gosh. Hey, make sure to hit that like. Hit the notification bell as well as you subscribe to the channels. Definitely comment with uh, well, not only just where you're viewing from, where you're watching or listening from, but also with your comments, with your answers, with your opinions, with your questions. So needed. You're part of the conversation now. All right. All right, Kim. Hey, good morning. Kim of OneChurch.tv. What do you guys got going on? I'm actually teaching this week. Are you really? I am up, yes. You're on the stage? I'm on the stage teaching this week. Okay, what do you got? Oh, it's going to be good. We're talking about oneness. We're in our series called One. Uh Uh, Talking about unity and diversity. And uh, this week we're talking about how humility is part of unity. Okay. It's really good. I don't like diversity. I, I, I think if we divide, I think that's, that's bad. Yeah. Well, that's why the series is called One. We're talking about things that divide us that really shouldn't. Um, how we make mountains out of molehills and how we choose the pickiest little things to just tear each other down instead of remaining as one. Do you ever get crap for being a, a, a woman and preaching? Uh, not so much now. Not um, so much now. Yeah. I mean, oh, but back in the day. I mean, yeah, there were times that it was controversial to be a teacher on yeah. a stage. Yeah, mm-hmm. rabbi. <laughs> so onechurch.tv, you can watch it uh, live on Sunday on 10, whether it's uh, Facebook or YouTube, or you can go in person like yep. I do Yeah. now and then. Well, you know. I know, it's been busy. And you, do, you didn't even sit in the coffee part this past no, week. No, because Look. dumb kids were back there. <laughs> Who were those idiot kids back there? <laughs> those are called youth. Okay. Students, yeah. yeah. Dummies. Wow. Dummies. I'm, I'm all for that diversity. Get them out. <laughs> get them out of your, your area. Yeah. I had to get up and get my coffee every five minutes. Oh, my god! And I gave him a dirty look each time. Did you? No. I was like, hey, how you doing? Move. <laughs> I think I was sitting right in front of the carafe. Uh, get out of the way. The what? The carafe. The coffee carafe. Carafe? <laughs> we call that a carafe here in the South, Joe. Stupid dummy kid. Oh, my god. Nah, nice kid. Yeah. I'm glad he's in there and not... Running amok. There you go. There you go. Just get the hell out of my way. Hey, Chad's here. Good morning, Chad. Uh, Chad Humley's the man, by the way. Yeah. And Rose. Hey, Rose. How you uh, doing? Rose. Good morning. Jersey girl. Rose. Oh. Yes. Very cool. Hey, by the way, Skyline Rooftrap Trivia starts every Wednesday in June with Joe Padula at Shelby's Trio. Nice. What is this music, dude? Hey, uh, make sure to go to Shelby'sTrio.com. I'd love to see you guys there. All right, here we go. Let's get right into what we're talking about. So, uh, Governor Lee authorizes troop deployment to the southern border. Let's see what we got going on. I I believe it is going to be from uh, WSMV. This is uh, News 4 as we audit the media. Let's see how they they promote here. Let's see what we got. 
We've got breaking news to share. Governor Bill Lee has authorized the Tennessee National Guard to deploy to the southern border. So 100 troops are going to go there to help with the ongoing border crisis. And we know they'll deploy at the end of the month, so that's in the next week. They'll help with patrols and add a larger security presence there. They'll also help with road clearance, barrier placement, and debris removal. Yeah, what they're not telling you is what a mess it is at the border. Right, right. What a mess in Texas and Arizona. It is just an influx of people just coming in. But, of course, I'm not going to tell you that part. But we do know that uh, 100 troops to deploy. And, uh, yeah, this is going to be, uh, yeah, in response to Texas Governor Greg Abbott's request for oh, support. Oh, wow, so states. they've asked for help. Yes. That's, wow. They're like, yo! Yeah. Yo, we, we, Tennessee, Bill. Bill, Bill, I need you. He goes, okay, I can give you 100. I can give you 100. Wow. So, uh, yeah, this is uh, support from states during Operation Lone Star, which yeah. is an effort to secure the United States southern border following the end of Title 42. Wow. Title 42 uh, allowed our policies, uh, those who were trying to seek asylum, uh, had to remain in Mexico, on the Mex Mexico side, while seeking that asylum. Mm. But now that that has been lifted during this current administration, now they're just, hey, everybody, I'm in El Paso. Just hanging out, going on buses. Yeah. Did you tell, was it you that told me last week about um, over half of the hotel rooms in New York are not, you can't book them because they're. I wouldn't say it's half, but, uh, but yeah. Okay. There was, a, there was also in New York a veteran's home. Okay, where they kicked out some vets to make room. Mm. And the reason why that is, the federal government was paying, like with the hotels. Right. Like, say, the uh, the wedding situation that happened in New York with the hotel. You know, they, they were having a wedding. Everyone booked the rooms and everything, okay? Well, the federal government offered $150 more per room. Oh, my gosh. So the hotel, right, goes, sorry, wedding's canceled. Gotta go. Right. Wow. Federal money. Our money. Yeah. Tax dollar right. money. Our, yeah. So, yeah. Wow. So, we got to get something going on at this border. Joe says 100 troops, they're going to get worked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Houston, Texas, born and raised. What's up, Joe Quinters from Houston, Texas? Houston, Texas. Why is it called Houston and not Houston? In New York, we we had or have this still there. I'm not a New Yorker anymore, but they had Houston Street. Really, it was spelled Houston, huh. but we called it Houston Street. So you are from Houston, Texas, in my eyes, Joe Quinners. Have you spent much time in Texas, Joe? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing what? Um, I was, well, I was here, but I was playing a video game. Uh huh. And it was in Texas. Oh. Uh, so yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Red Dead Redemption, I think. Oh. Yeah. Well, Joe said it's because they speak correctly in Texas, and you know it's a it's a Southern thing. We we gotta we gotta put our spin on words to set us apart. To be my to be honest, my dialect is closer to the King's English than than you people. Really, yep. you people? Mm -hmm. That's King's English. Yep. Oh. Yep. Which king is that? Um, <laughs> king Triton. Okay. In Triton. <laughs> right. Speaking Good. of Gov Lee, uh, Republican lawmakers call on Governor Lee to cancel special session due to public safety. Hmm. All right. Let's see what the News 4 has to say about this, and then we'll provide you details.
She's on her way out as weather girl. Governor Lee to cancel the special session in August. It's to focus on guns and public safety. The governor wants lawmakers to pass a proposal to prevent people who could harm themselves or others from having a gun. In a letter, Representative Brian Ritchie says Republicans will never pass such a law, and he wants the session early. to be called off. The letter is signed by three Republicans, including Todd Warner of Williamson County. The special session is scheduled for August 21st. A Rutherford County man is in. All right, so hmm. Kim Phyllison, all right, with the, right. the letter penned. Yeah, uh, at least 20. three Nashville lawmakers have signed a letter asking Governor Bill Lee to cancel a special legislative session focusing on public safety. So supposed to be for public safety, but we're going to cancel it, okay? Uh, the letter penned by District 20 State Representative Brian Ritchie, Republican lawmakers urged Lee to abandon the special session proposed for August 21st first in response to the Covenant school shooting because the General Assembly can further consider and discuss legitimate measures to improve public safety when the legislature reconvenes in January of 2024. Yeah, here's what's going on. You have a radical group out there that wants to take away your guns, okay? And they're using what happened in the Covenant shooting, okay, for the reason to take away. It's a, called a gun grab, all right? They're chipping away at taking away your rights. That's exactly what this is. And the Republicans here in Tennessee, are, they know it. They see it. They're like, listen, you want to talk public safety? Let's talk public safety, right, all right? right? If you want to talk about how to, how to, how to uh, secure up schools, fine. But enough with the take away our, uh, our guns yes, talk. Yes, yes. So summoning legislators to Nashville to enact an unconstitutional red flag law will not, as you suggest, strengthen public safety, state safety excuse me, and preserve constitutional rights, Richie said in the letter. To the contrary... The General Assembly adamantly opposes and has refused to enact measures that violate Tennessee's Second Amendment rights. There you go, Joe. Whether styled order of protection legislation or any other euphemism. Yeah. Speaking wow. of which, uh, the judge rules on this covenant uh, school, church and parents involvement in the debate over the releasing of the school. The yes, shooters writing. yes, yes, yes. All right. So they haven't released this manifesto. Right. All right. All these other shootings. Oh, he here you go. That's what you said. Yeah. All right, should have seen it coming. Found this in the bedroom drawer. All right, here you go, with gum on it. Right. That's my gum. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's take a look at this. Wait, wait, wait until you see a WKRN talks about this manifesto. Listen to how they present this. Okay. Media sucks, by the way, even if it's my girl Haley Vegas. Here's a WKRN News 2. I'm guessing we're going to have a remix. Nearly two months after the deadly Covenant school shooting, a Davidson County judge rules the Covenant School, Covenant Presbyterian Church, and Covenant parents will be able to voice their opposition to the release of the shooter's writings. Chancellor Aisha Miles handed down her ruling this evening. At a Monday status hearing, much of the discussion was focused on motions by Covenant parents to intervene in opposition to the release of the so-called manifesto. The lead detective on the Covenant investigation also submitted... There's one. Did you hear it? The so-called manifesto. Right. right. All right. Me media. Remember, these guys are just reading scripts. Sure. Okay? You, you have one company that owns all these different uh, corporate medias, okay? And they're, whatever goes in the teleprompter, it's just like Ron Burgundy, okay? Put a question mark in there. Oh, I'm Ron Burgundy? Right. <laughs> right. That's what they're reading. All right. Yeah. Wales vagina. <laughs> San Diego. Submitted a filing asking for the writings to not be released as the criminal investigation is still active, saying it will likely be ongoing for at least a year.
At a show cause hearing set for June the 8th, the Covenant School, church, and parents will be allowed to present their arguments for keeping the shooter's writings from being made public. Why do you think uh, some of the parents at that school would don't want the manifesto released? Why wouldn't you want to know why this person was targeting your children? Well, Chris and I were actually talking about this this weekend because we went to Nashville. And, That's right, right. Bob. Um, we were right down there in the area where Covenant School is, mm -hmm. and there's still signs in the community there of support and um, wording on signs, ribbons wrapped around trees, different things like that. And so this manifesto really came two out. months after and, the deadly um, we were just talking about how there's probably quite a bit of speech in there targeting the church, targeting Christians, targeting conservatives. And, um, you know, it's, I think, for it to be released at this point uh, to call into question um, the validity of people's choice to be able to choose to have freedom, you know, their freedom of choice and how they worship, where they worship, what they believe, all of those things. And so I think it opens up a can of worms is what it does. You know, uh, and again, I said this uh, many a times, my TBI buddy, with the information. Joe, you, you, once this does get all released and there's going to be a bunch of redactions, you're going to see that uh, there's this common theme of killing future fascists. That's how they look at Christians mm -hmm. and Christian children, okay? That's how this group, uh, because for some reason they got in their head that there is a, uh, a uh, what, what do they call it, a trans genocide with these bills that are being passed, which is, one, boom, you, you can't take your kid to a strip show, okay, which is already a law. Now you just can't do it with a drag show, okay? Because drag shows are strip shows, let's just be honest with mm -hmm. ourselves. And uh, two, uh, your, your child can't get uh, a sex change operation. They call it gender-affirming care, but no, it's sex change operation. Okay. Right. It's irreversible. Right. All right? No, kids can't get this. Why? Because they grow up and they become crazy. Okay? That, let's just be honest with ourselves now. Yeah. Okay? So I don't understand why parents would not want this information released. So maybe it could prevent others, right. other children, from getting shot one day by crazy people. Right. And I'll tell you, you, you guns, we got to take away. You, do you know where 60% of gun kills come from? Suicide. Mm. Suicide. Wow. Right. Oh. Yeah, read a book, people. Sorry. Don't mean to judge. Joe Quinter says, I don't think it's the majority. It's the few they could find to fit yes. their narrative. Yeah. Yeah. Joe Quinters knows. Even though he's from Houston, okay, <laughs> he knows things. All right. Yeah. Well, continuing on this, let's see what else we got as we move right along. Uh, here's what Jack uh, Posobiec said. Do you know who Jack Posobiec is? I do not. Follow this guy on Twitter. He's fantastic. He, he makes some good points here. He, here's his tweet on the, uh, what, what it's trending as Tranifesto. Okay. So here, let's take a listen. Covenant School just filed a motion to block the release of trans shooter Audrey Hale's manifesto, the Tranifesto. You know, we've had a number of mass shootings recently here in the United States, and we seem to get the information on every single one of them right up front, except for this one, except for Audrey Hale. By the way, I want to give everyone an update, update. Audrey Hale is still in hell. Audrey Hale has been in hell now for 51 days. We'll continue to monitor that situation as it progresses. And I have to say, uh, when I'm looking at this monitor, this, this, this motion, 
The school argues that the release is from postmillennial.com. Guys, you have to go to the Postmillennial, by the way. You have to be there every day after you bought your MyPillows. Go over to Postmillennial. Post you sign up. Good, They've good got website. a way to okay. uh, take get rid yeah. of all the ads. You go ad-free for just 5 bucks a month. It's fantastic. Postmillennial.com. I, I don't do the, the 5 The school bucks a month. argues that the release of this information could potentially endanger the security and safety of the school, its staff, and students. Notice how the mainstream media didn't put any of that information Yeah, exactly. Out. That's right. totally... That's a totally different narrative. Yeah. yeah. Like, hey, news, news too. Do your job. Right. Why? Why don't the parents, some of the parents, and the school, official school, does not want the manifesto release? You gave us no reason why in your broadcast. Right. On the so-called yeah, manifesto. The so-called. But here's Jack Posobiec laying it out from the facts. Right. All right. It's cool. Sorry for interruption. So please explain this to me. Uh, believe it or not, the National Police Association and the Tennessee Firearms Association have separately filed suits against the city with the objective of having the manifesto released. Right. If you're going to have gun control laws be put up for votes based on this, let's see. Let's see the deal. Mm-hmm. Because they don't want to see that there was a psychopath involved with this. Right. And there's not the gun. What ended the uh, the shooting, by the way? They shot. Boom. A gun. <laughs> yeah. A gun. Uh. Yeah. What's going on down in Nashville? Because I've seen that. I'm looking at this from the perspective of someone who wants to set our country right. And so if there's information in there about the school's uh, security system, about safety, about the different, you know, different blueprints or areas of the school schematics, et cetera. I would say, number one, shouldn't those procedures have been fixed already since the shooting? Again, we already know that it did, unfortunately, and, and I don't mean to say this flippantly, but the school's security was defeated. The shooter was able to get inside. That's why you've heard a lot of people, President Trump being one of them, say, you know, we need to arm the shoot. We need to arm the teachers you, or you need to have someone who's armed at every single one of these schools in order to prevent something like this from happening. Because if all you don't forget this, uh, the psychopath was debating two schools and chose this school because less security. Mm-hmm. Right. You have our cameras or a lock that's easily defeated, or like, like we saw in this case, where she shot through the doors, you were able to get right in. Now, I say we get that film, right? Did you see the stuff with the film that you put on the windows? Yes. That makes it bulletproof? Yes. Right, schools, there you go. There's a great, there's a great way to not change much, but just add that film mm-hmm. that almost makes these, these doors bulletproof. Yeah. Right, and the windows. Now, I think there's something else going on. I think there's a reason the school wants this blocked. Apparently, the the teachers are saying they, and some of the families, uh, I think I saw at one point, were even saying they wanted to block this. Look, folks, conservatives have been so silent, in a sense, on this issue. If this were the left, if some conservative had gone into, I don't even know how to explain this, but a, a... uh, a, a Mexican school, a school with, you know, Hispanics and started shooting up children. 
and did so because of their political beliefs, there'd be protests, there'd be riots, Oh, absolutely. There'd be looting. Uh, there'd political be leaders flying down to wherever absolutely. the school is. They'd be giving speeches. There'd be lawyers. There'd be lawsuits. There'd be everything. Yeah, conservatives just moved on to the next thing when it came to Nashville. They just went right on. Yeah, they were afraid. They were afraid of being called transphobe or, or any phobe. And I don't understand that either, you know, uh, phobe, because that's fear of, you know. Nobody fears. But uh, nonetheless... You know, if you want to check out more, go to uh, Jack Prosobic on Twitter. Actually, go to at Joe Padula and check out who I'm following, and boom, you'll see Jack right there. there. Absolutely. So make sure to follow at Joe Padula and check out my following. Boom. You'll be well informed. No doubt about it. Wow. Uh, Just to give you a heads up, here's a a list of the recent mass shooters, and uh, we're just going to leave it at that there. So there you go. Colorado Spring. Okay, the Denver shooter. Uh, Aberdeen. Nashville. Texas, right there you go. Hmm. Not saying there's a pattern or a trend here, but something's not right mentally, okay? Yeah. And maybe it's because putting on puberty blockers as a kid, grow up, and all of a sudden you, you're just all messed up. Yeah. Irreversible medical procedures, and you want kids to be able to do it without even asking their parents' permission. Yeah. Get out of here, California. All right. No. There you go. Wow. <laughs> Heavy stuff. Yeah, heavy stuff. Yeah. Heavy stuff. But hey, uh, t- again, this is information that needs to be put out there. Mainstream media is not talking about it. And it is local right here in Tennessee now. Oh, I'll tell you what, move out of Nashville. <laughs> move to Clarksville. Move on up right. to the Tennessee's top spot, Clarksville. If you want to buy a house, sell a house, if you want to rent a house, an apartment, if you got property that needs managed, then you want the best brokerage. In Middle Tennessee. That's Blue Cord Realty Clarksville.com. <laughs> Look at you, Joe. Test. Dang. Yeah, I've been practicing. I, I could tell. Yeah. I could tell. And and uh, there is no shortage of construction here. That's uh, no. very true. Come on up. Move on up. All right, here we go. Uh, parents concerned for students' mental health about this uh, the oh, test. Oh yeah, All that right. was something. Yeah, we got a problem here in Tennessee. So, sixty uh, percent, about sixty percent of Tennessee uh, third graders were uh, either were on the verge of not being able to advance to fourth grade. Yeah. Okay, which is a problem, and I believe this is because of this is what happens. These these are the results of your lockdown, children. Yeah. Okay. Yep. This is what happens when you lock down the schools when you when you when you overreach and boom, you take away their chances. And when they can't read people's faces and, and how they talk because of masks, this is what happens. So parents are now concerned for students' mental health. Man. Yeah. Either change the schools or get these kids out of school. Well, this is, I mean, this hits home. I've got, uh, I Do know, tell. a couple of people that mm-hmm. their kids were affected by this. Right. Um, one, one person is a teacher in the school system. Her daughter really struggles with, um, does, she just doesn't test well. And so when the call came out saying that they were going to have to retake, Mm -hmm. um, and of course they, teachers and administrators were calling parents on Sunday, letting them know that when they came to school the next day, they were going to have to retake the test. So, you know, about the scoring on the the test so Mm -hmm. one two three or four Uh so if you get a one or two you had to retake Mm -hmm. if you got a three or four you didn't Uh and so i got a five 
Oh, well, of course you did. Yes. So, so the ones and twos get to school, and they have to go retake the test, while the threes and fours are sent to a different area, and from the teacher that I spoke to, watched a movie. So... What do you mean they watched the movie? So the threes and fours had already, those who made a three or four on the test had basically already passed it. They did not have to retake. The ones and twos had to retake TCAP. Okay. So here, even in the midst of our school, we bring them in and we go, oh, you good kids. You're you're great. You get Uh to go watch a movie. You who didn't do so well, you've got to retake it with no notice. And probably most of them have, you know, test anxiety or, you know, whatever. I I bet most of them failed. Um, Joe Quinters has a uh, has has uh, has a couple kids, right, Joe? And all honor students except for the third grader who is involved with this retaking the test, mm, right? Mm. Again, COVID lockdown, and and he puts it perfect here. Uh, we have uh, he puts the test was a great visual representation of what happens when the government gets involved in our everyday lives. Mm. Van Canudo, I love Van. We have some we have more administrators than we need. 70% increase in administrators as opposed to 7% increase wow. in teachers. That's our problem. Wow. Right. Too many chefs in the kitchen? Yeah. Right. Get out of the kitchen. It's where women belong anyway. Oh yeah. So women. Uh, Joe Quinters agrees with me. Do, you know, that's <laughs> no, a, a woman. Absolutely. Here we go. Let's go to uh, News 2. WKRN Hiley, who is the pressure Cindy onto Crawford educators, parents and the students taking the exam. Eight and nine year olds are struggling with depression and testing anxiety. News 2's Megan Kernan has more now from concerned parents. Yeah, this is what it's happened. just completely undue stress, unnecessary anxiety put on eight and nine year old kids. Middle Tennessee parents express. TCAP testing dilemma that's left their third graders feeling anxious and depressed. I don't believe we had this test back in the day in Jersey to move forward. We just had our grades, right? Well, our report cards. Did you have standardized te- standardized testing? Now that came later on, didn't it? I mean, I remember in elementary school doing standardized testing, but it did not determine whether or not I moved on to the next grade. Right. It was just an assessment of overall how are third graders doing. Mm-hmm. So, but it didn't prohibit moving forward. Right, right. It, it let you know if you're going to the, some of the remedial classes in the next year. I don't think it was even used personally. I think it was the big picture effect when I was in school. Huh. So it was just overall at what level are our students. Where did you guys get your feather pens from? (laughs) There's no reason that one test for a child that gets A's and B's should cause that much stress in her life. Haley Whitson says her nine-year-old daughter, Madison, has never had test anxiety prior to learning about the TCAP, but now. Since January, for months and months that she's had severe anxiety over taking the TCAP, worrying about the TCAP exam, worrying about, you know, repeating third grade or having to spend her summer in school. Whitson says her daughter would call her from the bathrooms of Carmel Elementary School in Clarksville, worrying if she'll move on. That's her problem. Look how she holds a pencil. She holds it like an idiot. We don't know that that's that student. This, look at this penmanship. You don't know that that's that student. You think this is just B-roll? Probably. Why do you hold the pencil like that? That's so stupid. Oh, my gosh. We got bigger fish to fry, Joe. <laughs> this, is, this is idiotic. All right, sorry. 
into fourth grade with her friends or I have to go to her. summer school. I think really when it hit me was when she, when we found out that she did pass and I just I felt like what was why did we have to go through why did she have to Yeah, the only testing I remember really on this level uh -huh. was the SATs. Yeah. Or the ACTs yeah. for some. And Joe just commented about that. Right, about right. Joe, that's a great point. Yeah. And that was to get you to college. Yes. Or at least see you, you know, you present that to at colleges. At what level? Right. You know, what do you need to take? Hey, hey give me a scholarship. I got a 1600. Right. Okay. I didn't. Really? Yep. I took it twice, two 800s. <laughs> so, and in certain areas of the country. Whitson says on, this was a it. daily. Okay. All right. Well, certain areas of the country are ACT, certain areas are SAT. Um, but either way, it's, that's a very, that's an individual assessment right? to me that, you know, what I made on that test determined when I entered college, oh, I got to take some math. Why, why do we have this though? The TCAP? Yeah. Good question. I mean, I, I just don't understand what, what's, I, I get it. We are falling behind uh, in the, in the, in the world scheme of education. We suck. I don't blame the students. I blame the teachers' unions and what they're pushing. Have you ever been to the Tennessee Education Association? That's the, that's the union website here. Oh, no, I haven't. That's the union, the teachers' uh -huh. union here. It's all activism. It is. I was going over this yesterday on the show. I went to the website here. I'll even pull it up. The, the, one of the first tabs is how to be an activist. Really? has nothing to do with how to be a good teacher. Mm. It's crazy. Yeah. So they and then they boom they they join these unions okay and then they go into the classroom and how to be an activist and then there's even a, a tab where you go to how to be an activist and then it goes uh, eh, politics is not what if politics are not for me and then you click on that and it goes well why isn't it wow <laughs> right here's wow. why it should be wow that's the problem yeah we we got activists running our schools. Well, and raising Joe, your children. Joe makes to. a point that the scores impact the reviews uh -huh. for the teachers and the schools. It's kind of their so then report card. Then, then make sure the teachers get left back. Right, right. Fire, the, fire the teachers. Yeah, but they can't. Why? These unions are damn strong. Yeah. Why? Because they're activists. Yeah. Well, and as a parent, I want to say too, you know, it, it, they mentioned in the beginning of this clip talking about. Um, students are dealing with depression and so you know testing anxiety yeah and and i want to tie it to something you just said about we're falling behind as far as education mm -hmm. however more difficult concepts are being introduced at younger and younger ages so like algebra or you know concepts that we would have studied in high school are now being introduced earlier in graded years really yes like what grade is algebra? And I want to be careful with that. Um, I want to say it's introduced at least early middle school. Yeah? Um, yeah. Yeah, I think they introduced it to us at sixth grade. So, and it may be earlier than that. I'm, I, I want to be careful here. I'm not totally sure about where they're introducing that. My point being, if we're talking about social anxiety, if we're talking about testing anxiety, if we're talking about depression, at some point, we have got to let kids be kids. We have got to take this pressure off of them for what they have to know so early. 
we've got to let them play we've got to let them breathe we've got to let them run because there are some things that kids just develop by being kids yeah and bring dodgeball back yeah it's yeah. just it's crazy to me how let them throw balls at each other in some ways we have become oh, so would have been the perfect protect it would have been good Sorry. uh we've become so protective we've become so regimented in um what they have to know and how they have to know it by um as a mom of three boys there are things that children just learn as they live and if you start cramming algebra at, down their throat in third grade or whatever i'm not saying that's when it is just it just becomes too much mm -hmm. and so to me it's not just a and it, the issue of where the anxiety is coming from is that we're helping to create it. Yeah, I feel bad for these kids. And maybe this is all, I don't know. I, I don't know why why this test either says you move forward or, or you stay behind. Yeah. yeah um, imagine that one. as a third grader. Yeah. You know what? You do this at eighth grade. Right. Okay, if you want to do TCAP, you do it at eighth grade. Right. Hey, are you ready for high school? Okay. Let's find out. Let's find out. Right. Yes. Not third grade. Yeah. Eight years old. Where, where were I, you? Where I, were you when you were eight years old? Where was I? Yeah. I, was, I was moving forward to fourth grade because I was a genius. Oh, of course. Yeah. What were you doing? In, were you playing ball? Were you? I was like, wrestling. What? I was wrestling since uh, eight years old. Okay. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So. Uh, put, put your kids in wrestling. Okay. <laughs> Do it. It's the ultimate challenge. Get them some discipline. And then they'll pass that test. Yeah. I had the answers in my hand though. The issue that Madison would struggle with her mental health at nine years old. I mean, it definitely affected her confidence. Um, I mean, she was just no, like. No, there wasn't balls I'm, in the face when I was wrestling. Joe I was Painters. waiting for you to see that. Okay. <laughs> Blocked, delete, report. Well, he actually. He, we had singlets on. Uh, Must just be one of the stupidest kids in class. And, uh, you know, I'm just a bad reader. And I'm like, but that's not true one cookville mom tells us her daughter laney failed her mla portion of the tcap yesterday she then had to break the news to her already stressed out eight-year-old child who's been experienced who writes like a dummy sorry that's not the way you hold the pencil bothers me and seen depression and test anxiety for months now help me make this make sense she either retests tomorrow or attends summer school and misses her summer trip to wyoming right yeah, stop it at the third grade level. If you're going to have this TCAP, make it at eighth grade. Do you go to high school or not? Okay, boom. Because yep. I get it. I get it. You, you want to fix the education system. This is one way to do it. Move it to eighth grade. Another, get these unions out of the school. Yeah. I'm sorry. Get them out. They're and when, activists. And when they do TCAP, I mean, it's across multiple grades. Uh -huh. It's not just a third grade test. Yeah, but they don't let, like... If you take a TCAP in sixth grade and you don't do well, you could still move forward. I'm guessing that is the case. I, I'm, I, I, I'm concerned about the third grade thing. Mm -hmm. That's new to me. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Tennessee third grader pens letter to lawmaker over TCAP concerns. No, the, the parent made them do that. I'm not going to go into that. <laughs> okay, let's just be honest here. Uh, Tennessee releases entire district breakdown of third grade TCAP scores. Tim Early goes, uh, that's the problem right there. Mom is more worried about a Montana vacation than her kid knowing. That's a good point, too. Than her kid knowing what they need to know. That's a good point. Can't argue that, Tim. Okay. Look, finally, someone who knows how to hold a pencil. <laughs> finally. But you also have to think about when our, 
when your child goes to school from 8 o'clock in the morning till 3.30 in the afternoon, the majority of their day being spent in the education system, yeah. and you get this 10 weeks of summer or 12 weeks of summer, whatever it is, once again, I wanted my kids to be kids. You know, yeah. like we need family time. We need time away. You need a break from that schedule. Like, See, I uh, understand uh, the, 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 the purpose of consequences. Uh, yes. Absolutely. Interesting. Let's see what uh, let's see what they say here at uh, WZTV. Jordan Whittington. Crisis in the classroom. Now the crisis in the classroom and the latest on the third grade retention law in our state. Metro school leaders confirm 70% of its third graders are not reading at grade level. And the state is now sharing new data showing how every single district performed on the reading portion of this year's TCAP test. See, that's a problem. 70% are not reading at the level that they should be? Right. That's a problem. Right. Well, these scores determine whether students can move on to the fourth grade. Fox 17 News, Jackie Del Pilar, live in North Nashville tonight with how Middle Tennessee schools stack up. Jackie? Yeah, earlier this week, the state told us how 60% of third graders statewide did not test proficient on that reading TCAP, but now they're sharing how each individual district did. Now that data shows that some districts here in Middle Tennessee scored far better than the state average, while others are among the lowest in the state. How do you think we did? Here in Clarksville, Montgomery County. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Thousands of Middle Tennessee oh, third graders pen, right? at Good. risk of getting held back. Stupid. New data breaks down how many students in each school district pass the reading test. The threshold on whether students can move up a grade without summer school and other intervention. Williamson County Schools had the most students testing proficient in the region with a 72% passing rate. Rich kids. <laughs> Damn rich kids. <laughs> Most school districts in Middle Tennessee fall in the 44 to 50% range, including Rutherford, Wilson, and Sumner County schools. Metro Nashville Public Schools has one of the oh. lowest passing rates your, in the region, get your thing out with of the just way. under 30% of students testing proficient. It's a concern for MNPS parent Amy Pate, who has three kids in Metro schools. We cannot forget that Tennessee and Metro schools especially truly does have a literacy crisis. Pate yeah. says while she doesn't agree with a single test determining whether a student... That's part of the problem right there, okay? Get these activists out of the classrooms. Especially, notice the difference. It's in Metro Nashville, where they suck the most, mm. okay? Because you, you, that's where they flock to. They flock to these cities so they can raise your kids. Yeah. And they're making them dumb. They're making them dumb. Yeah, it On purpose! <laughs> Did you see Tim's comment? Tim, that uh, parents treat school as babysitters, and then they get upset when they don't know what they need to know, and, uh, you know, have they, have parents been involved in any way, shape, or form? I think that's really, if you're, yeah, if you want to, if you want to be active at something, be involved in the school. You know, um, I, yeah, and, and I agree with Joe Quinters on this, too. I'm glad this happened, because it's exposing so much, mm. Okay. And I'm not here to blame the kids. I'm here to blame the parents. I'm here to blame the teachers and the system. Right. Right. Like, like the, yeah, this is not the babysitting. We should have learned that when COVID happened, what these people were doing to your kids. Yeah, these people. And I'm talking about, and I get it. There's good teachers out there. But the bad ones are, are making the, the worst things for the good teachers because mm -hmm. now the good teachers are stigma, 
with the, the stigma to, uh, the, the, that they suck too. Right. And I get it. They don't want to say anything because they have mouths to feed at home. Right. And they don't want to worry about getting fired. Well, then you're just weak, and that's and then you suck. You <laughs> suck too. Good teacher, you also suck for being weak, not standing up, because these kids are the ones suffering, you idiot. Dummies. They can't even hold pencils right. Duh, I'm going to write like this, duh. They're doing it on purpose. Joe, come they're, on. They're making kids dumb on purpose. Why? Brainwash them. At the end of the day. Yeah. Is it more important that a kid knows how to read and write? Yes. Okay. Well, then, then teach the them how to read and write. The way they hold their pencil. And, and teach them how to hold their pencil. So they're not drawing like a third grader in eighth grade. Tell me about the rabbits, George. Mm-hmm. It's from Looney Tunes. Well, we it's go. actually from a uh, animal gets farm. held back. She's encouraged by the new focus on early literacy spurred by the controversial new law. The attention that third graders have gotten about their literacy. See how stupid? Con- See how stupid these kids are? Look. See how dumb they are. Look at the kid's eraser. It's gone. That's how many mistakes he's making. Focus Look. on early literacy spurred by the controversial new law. The attention all day. that third graders have gotten about their literacy. I would give my right arm if my daughter's literacy had been such a focus in third grade. No, you wouldn't have. Okay, so let's talk about solutions. She would have kept this. her right arm, but let's talk about solutions. Yeah, okay. I love solutions. Okay, we we, we address we've, the problem. We've identified the problem. What's the solution, Kim? I mean, number one, read with your kids. Yeah, read at home. That's right. You know, I mean, spend time reading with your kids. Have your kids read to you. That's that's important. You know, once again, it's not only the jobs of our schools and our teachers. But these moms have to make TikTok videos. Well. That's they don't another, have time. That's another step. They have to make TikTok <laughs> videos. They're big stars now. Secondly. Uh-huh. What's the second thing? Um, I, I agree with what Joe Quinter said earlier about our curriculum. Really, I think we need an overhaul of our curriculum. Of course. I think there's so many things we should pull out. Let's If we're if we're failing in reading, then spend extra time on it. Well, that's because you got these radical school board members who get elected and they change the curriculum. And they add all the distraction stuff, all the CRT stuff, all of this diversity stuff. Right. No, no, no. These kids can't read. Right, exactly. They can't read, let alone know, know what the hell friggin' a, a critical race theory is. Right. Damn. Yeah. Again, that, that's how you fix it. Get the politics out of teaching. Yeah. Get it out of the unions. Get, get rid of these teachers' unions. Collective bargaining. Beautiful. Get these unions out of here. What, what do you remember from third grade? What I remember, pinning the state champion in wrestling. Okay, beyond that, I'm talking education. We're talking education here. Mrs. Dolan? No, it was Miss Dolan, and then it became Miss Broderick, I think. No, Miss Broderick became Mrs. Maserato. Okay. She was my third grade teacher. Do you remember what you learned? Yeah, yeah. Besides? How to write a (laughs) thank you for inviting me to your wedding. I know you probably wanted to be me when I grow up, <laughs> but I look forward to seeing you in class and saying, good morning, Mrs. Maserato. Okay. Married some Italian guy, probably mob. Oh, my word. I, I think he was mob. Really? I think. I don't know. Okay. I don't know, I don't know nothing about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, Joe Quinters remembers the Challenger shuttle ex- exploded. Yeah. It was probably their fault, too. Houston. Uh, well, Tim says they can read because teachers make them read queer theory picture books on yeah. uh, soliciting gay sex. Wow. That's right. 
Have you ever seen that book? No. That was in the schools? No. Yeah. Oh, my God. Again, get the activists out of the school. Get these, these, these political-driven... Go on their Twitter. Our school board... So a couple of weeks ago, I went on uh, our the one of our school board members his Twitter. He's this. He it's all about BLM. Mm. It's it's all about he's a, he's a black supremacist. He hates white people according to his Twitter, and that's a guy who's in charge of curriculum at our schools. Get the activism out of our schools, then these kids can start focusing on reading and not being distracted with this nonsense and living in fear. Yeah, idiots. Dummies, as they hold their pens like like an idiot. That's a big problem. Sorry, if you don't hold the pen right, you can't you can't go to fourth grade if you don't hold the pen right. I'm okay with that test. Dummies, Joe Quinters, uh, get a get a get a yearbook. Okay, look at uh, the hair color. Okay, there was a dress code for CMCSS. Start there. Mm. Yeah, there is a dress code, right, for Clarksville. Uh, Yes. Clarkson Montgomery County uh, yes. school system. Good. Yeah, dress code. Right. Yeah. Damn. Hey, you want to take the test? Take the TCAP? Mm-hmm. Do you think you'll pass? Are you scared? Uh, I don't know. We'll okay. see. So here, the camping trip. We're going to take the test. Okay. So, okay, read the, the sample passage and answer the sample question that follow. Okay, mark your answer in your test booklet. So, the camping trip. Quote, I wish I could be out in the woods with my friends right now, Sam thought to himself. He and his friends had planned a camping trip with their parents, but Sam couldn't go. He had to stay home because he was sick with a bad cold. That evening, Sam's mother came into his bedroom I have a surprise, Mom said. Sam glumly followed her to the basement and saw that she had set up a tent. Quote, I'm sorry you had to miss the trip, Mom said. I thought... Mom's played by Julia Childs. <laughs> is that what this is? <laughs> Little Byronard! <laughs> Mom said, I thought we could have our own indoor adventure. Mom and Sam spent the evening on sleeping bags in the basement. They watched a nature program on television and talked about their favorite thing to do outdoors. After dinner, Mom even made s'mores for dessert. So Sam was still sorry to have missed the trip, but he and Mom had their own fun camping indoors. Okay, multiple choice. What lesson does Sam learn in the passage? A, is it important to rest when you're sick? B, good planning is important for a fun trip. C, friends should try to help each other. D, even bad days can include fun adventures. What's the answer, Kim? I'm going to say D. Of course it's D. <laughs> you have a future in audiobooks, by the way. What is the meaning of the word glumly in paragraph two? Quickly, sadly, carefully, surprisingly. What's the answer, Kim? B. Of course it's B. Okay. Am I, going to, am I answering this one too? No, because these are all... Stop! <laughs> Listen, if your kid can't pass this, okay, I'd be pissed. 
I would be pissed. They're dumbing your children. And then they're raising them the way they want. Because guess what? This political movement is not having children. The rate that traditional families are having children. Of a rate to three to one. Which means in about a generation and a half, their ideals are gone. That's why they're dumbing your kids and raising them. This is all being done on purpose, you dummies. Teaching your kids to hold a pen like an oh, idiot. Oh my goodness gracious, Joe. No erasers because they're erasing mistakes all day long. Am I right or am I wrong? Prove me wrong. Here's, here's my proof. Your kids are idiots. Sorry. I just love this country so much. And even at the local level, they're just erasing it. Stand up for yourselves and your children, you dummies. So. Tim Early says the solution starts with background and psych tests for new teachers and drug tests. Yeah. Yeah, ask them what a woman is. Tell them, ask them, define what a woman is. Good luck. All right. Moving on. I'm done. I don't think you are. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Because you dumb parents aren't fighting. So stupid people like myself have to do your job. Because you're worried about, oh, what if, what if at work, though, they hear about me standing up for my rights and I get fired? I get it. Weak. Weak people. All right, sorry. Stand up for your friggin' kids. Oh, I'll be called a phobe. Stop it. Stop it. Arnold. <laughs> Thanks. Have you been eating all the kids' lunches? That's who we need in the schools. <laughs> we need kindergarten cop. We need Detective John Kimball. Yes, one, two, three, four. Right? He's, he's marching them around. Reading, writing, arithmetic. Too much homework makes me sick. Wow. You really went there, didn't you? <laughs> Who is he, daddy? What does he do? <laughs> right. Uh, I recruited for the Army for 12 years. The ASVAB test, uh, yeah, the, big, the biggest obstacles. So there's this uh, ASVAB when you join the military. Uh-huh. And it lets you know, hey, this, uh, you might want to do this job. You might want to do this job in the Army. Right. Right. That's how I got journalism. Is that right? Mm-hmm. I was offered broadcasting. And I go, oh, let me, uh, let me get that one. Because I went to school for broadcasting. And they go, no, 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 you can't take broadcasting. I go, you just, it's on the list. It's right there. Right. They go, well, you failed the dialect test. <laughs> <laughs> they changed that, by the way. My boss got that changed, Sergeant Hunter. He was the man. Memorial Day coming up. Wow. Yeah, that's good. All right. Here we go. Moving on. Moving on up. <laughs> Make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Dummies. <laughs> you dumb idiots. I'm stupid, too, so that's why I can call you it. Tennessee Valley Brewing Company. Hey, if you want to get away from all these problems, drink it away. All right? At, Whoa. at Tennessee Valley Whoa. Brewing Company. All right, I'll tell you what, though. They got great food. They got great events. If you want to have a good time, you work hard. I get it. So when you want to just chill out, Tennessee Valley Brewing, their new location at 125 Franklin Street. Yeah, you've been down there. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. The trivia is now. Packed houses, amazing food, still same great beer, too easy. Tennessee Valley Brewing Company. All right, here we go. 
Uh, federal regulations forcing a Clarksville Beauty College to close. Hmm. Ah, let's take a look at this. WKRN. Can't wait to see what BS they spat out here. Oh, sorry. See, you got me going. I, I haven't done a thing. You've uh, gotten pretty riled up over there all on your own. Yeah, because, oh, good, Nikki McGee's reporting on this. At least we got that going for us. New information tonight after operating for four decades, a Clarksville up, cosmetology Hiley? school is Haley, preparing to Keely, take its whatever. final enrollment class. Queen City College says a law meant to protect mm. military education funds is backfiring. And News 2's Nikki McGee has more on why owners say they can't keep the lights on without it. Well, Queen City College has been teaching beauty and barbering here in Clarksville for the past 40 years. But last week they made the difficult announcement that they would be closing their doors. And they say it's all due to federal funding regulations taking effect this year. And I it's Nikki McGee with the with the extension of next year. You don't have to, Nikki. You know what I mean? I ran into her the other day when she was covering the solar panels. Yeah, you said that she was there. Yeah, yeah, I ran into her. Uh-huh. I'm doing my best She not winked. I don't know what that meant. To break down because it is so emotional. It's, you know, it's, um, it's all we've known for 40 years. For Laura Payne, Queen City is a bit of a love story. Years ago, she went to work for a noted barber in Clarksville, who three months later became her husband. Ralph Payne would go on to start this school Naughty girl on the job. Naughty girl. Barber training. And not surprisingly, Clarksville, it attracted many veterans. We have um, a number of graduates, former military graduates, who now own their own barber um, shops. shops all I, I'm sorry to pause. Ever see Labyrinth? No. David Bowie? Jennifer Connelly? No. No? No. You remind me of the babe. What babe? Babe of the power. You've never seen this. Jim no. Henson's Labyrinth? No. Haven't seen it. Never mind that. No means no, Joe. I love Fort Campbell <laughs> Boulevard and in Clarksville itself. Ironically, a measurement to protect those veterans' funds for continuing education is backfiring. A 90-10 rule put into place by the federal government limits how much VA education benefits. Quinners knows what I'm talking about. Biggest tell us that we had to close. Um, tell us we no longer yes, can yes. receive memories, aid memories, from yes, the government yes. for these students to use to come to school here. Ugh. We <laughs> at no point ever wanted to be shut down. Did that person fail? There needs to be a T-cap in these beauty schools, okay? Those nails were hideous. All right, sorry. Where our doors were locked and students and or employees, for that matter, Came to school, came to work that day, and there was a sign on the door that yes, said, yes, memories, sorry, we're memories, closed. Yes, yes. And with that, the school announced it will begin preparing to close, only accepting hair students until August, she okay? then finally shutting its doors in 2025. We just always assumed that our legacy would continue on. It just did not cross our minds that, you know, we would get, come to the point where we had to close the doors. In Clarksville, Nikki McGee, News 2. News 2. So why are they closing? That that was a little confusing, I'll be honest. I, I have no idea what the hell just happened. Something about they're discontinuing funding for veterans. And because of that, they're going to close? So...
But what, a, I mean, what about people who pay tuition to go there? I guess that's why but, they're waiting till 2025. Yeah. I'm guessing. The yes. story told me nothing. So there, that paragraph, ironically, a measurement to protect those veterans' funds for continuing education is backfiring. A 90-10 rule put in by the federal government limits how much veteran education benefits a private college can receive. Okay. The idea behind the policy is to prevent schools from preying on veterans' financial aid. However, those funds, without those funds, Queen City can't stay afford to stay in business. And Quinners nailed it. Another example of what happens when you depend on the government. Right. So evidently the majority of their funding is coming from. The government. Yes. Right. That, I mean, is that what you're yes. getting out of that? That's it. Okay. Why didn't Snicky McGee say that? And I only call her Snicky McGee because that's what the, the one guy that got fired that kept introducing her. And here's News 2's. He was saying News 2's, right. Nicky right. McGee, but right. he was News 2's, Snicky right. McGee. Right. Right. All right, moving on. What else we got in Clarksville? Uh, growth brings big changes to Clarksville Fire Rescue. Let's take a look. WKRN, is it Snicky McGee? She's been busy. She was in Clarksville. Maybe she did two birds, one stone. Covered a lot of info. Someone said that was a microaggression when you say that. That's what? It's a microaggression because people are weak. All right, here we go. It is Nikki McGee. Tonight, big changes are coming to the Clarksville yes. Fire Department. With so much growth and busier roads, it's even reshuffling where one of its stations is located. News 2's Nikki McGee traveled to Clarksville to oh, speak look, with the chief traveling now. about these changes. Go downtown. We took the oath to keep people safe, and we can't do it if we don't have the right tools, the right mindset, and the right approach to getting what the people need. Clarksville's growth is no secret, and it's even changing the way their fire department does business. Clarksville Fire Rescue is knee-deep in three major capital projects, all focused on keeping response times down to three to five minutes. Do you think she would talk like that on a date? Like, there we are, we're at Edwards no, or something. No, I would like to order medium rare. No. Right? I would throw my broccoli at her. <laughs> I would literally take my broccoli and just, uh, it just came out steamed and throw it at her. Really? Right. Bothers you that much? Yes. Just like people holding their pencils the wrong way. Oh, that's, they're dumb. You have just got some major. Uh... They're dumb. Things. It's the you little know, things that lead to the big things. Difference, you right. know, if you, you're oh, trying there to he is. Cut somebody out of a car or make entry into a house and, you know, clear out smoke. If you've been to Clarksville for more than about two minutes, you've probably noticed the traffic. And it's even the reason I was late to this interview. So CFD is moving station six from Ash. She's lying. That's <laughs> not why she was late. I can't tell you why she okay. was late. Let, okay. Joke. Just... But while she was in Clarksville, that's not why she was late. Ferry Road to the intersection of Arrowwood and South Jordan Drive with the hopes of avoiding traffic on Fort Campbell Boulevard. We've done some time studies and it makes us, That's a, what's lot, up, Chad. Makes us a lot quicker. Um, get Chris there a lot D. quicker even to things that we may be further away from. The second project, Station 3, will be torn down and rebuilt. See how old that stock footage she was using? It was snowing. Did you notice oh, that? I was reading Chad's comment. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I, yeah, I was, take a look. In this Here, same look. location. Look, look at this. Um, get there a lot quicker, even to things that we may be further away from. The second project, <laughs> Station 3, will be torn down and rebuilt in this same location. With Station 6 and 3, both built in the 60s. 
This is the one off of uh, Madison Street. Yeah. The goal is to update facilities to accommodate both male and females on the job, make room for more females. Here we go. Firefighters? Absolutely. Stop. Yes. No. Yes. No, they have to pass a physical test. They don't pass Which, it. Which, of course, they can do. They can try. They can. They can try. They can. Absolutely. Have at it. Okay, let's Wh- get back while to While we boys news. laugh and watch. Have you noticed that over in the section of town where you and I reside, uh-huh. they did tear down the... Um, the office area there, um, you know, the fire station yeah. the, oh, yeah. and, and they're like doing a major renovation there. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see how that all comes together. I hear the fire trucks all the time. Yeah. All the time. Yep. Staff and better fit their equipment. Also, Station 6 will offer zones so firefighters don't have to wear gear with potential carcinogens from debris into living quarters. NFPA is pushing a uh, basically a national Purcell, study right. uh, about fire Some stations women can pass. because most fire stations were built for 10 or 20 years. So now there's standards to building fire stations, and we're going to meet that standard. For the grand Eighth finale, this yes, right, pile of dirt is on its way to becoming the department's new 20,000 square foot there headquarters. Yes. With six training classrooms, yeah. an auditorium, and nice. All department division heads under one roof. It's not cheap, by the way. No. It's needed. Wow. Baby got back. Just started playing in my head. The Sir Mix-a-Lot song? For some reason. I had no idea. Hmm. That's why she was late. It's growing like this in the city of its size. You know, you always hear, you know, where they work, live, and play. You know, you want it to be safe for them, and I think it's our responsibility to keep up with that. Yeah, Freddie. In Clarksville, Nikki McGee, News 2. She was late for her next story, too, by the way. So, anyway, where they're doing the renovation on 8th Street is on my running route. So, Joe, there is a real cute sergeant at the, pre, uh, at the uh, precinct the story is about. What? What is Lori saying there? A real cute sergeant? Yeah. Yeah. Where? Oh, by the way, speaking of fire, we covered it yesterday. I just wanted to remind people that the, you got to unplug your air fryers when you're not using them. Mm. Just unplug them. It's no big deal. Just unplug them. There's some out there. I don't know which one's ex- exactly, but it's safer than sorry. Unplug your air fryer when you're not using them. This house burned down. And they should have used expertconcrete.com for their concrete because this looks like crap. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that your house burned down. Very sad. Expert concrete, Chris. Good dude. And. Laurie says there's a very cute lady at the Hilldale station. station? Yeah. Yeah. Lady. Yeah, bring her in. Yeah, yeah, it's great. She answers phones. (laughs) Am I right? Listen, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not women hating here. I love women. Okay. Oh, I know. I'm just saying, if there's a fire at my house, I don't want equal opportunity getting in the way. Do you know what I mean? May the best person be there. There you go. That's it. Best person. That's right. You could take the test. Absolutely. We'll laugh. Nope. I don't care what you identify as. All I know is a friggin' 
XY chromosome. All right, all right. Yeah, it's time to stop that. Please. I, I'm not. I'm not being a chauvinist. It's a realist. Am I right? I bet you could pass a test. Absolutely. I would have no problem with that. Right. Good for you. You're above the standard when it comes to physical capabilities, when it comes to females, women. Right. Uh-huh. Am I right or am I wrong? I mean, I hope I am. St. Cole causes closure off of Main Street in downtown Clarksville. Yeah, I saw the woman that uh, walked across the street that caused it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> She made it across the street all right, though. Good for you, Lori. She says she was whipping those little boys into shape the day that I was down there. Yes, she was. That's racist. All right. So uh, what do we got here, Kim? Uh, you said something about a sinkhole. Mm-hmm. Uh, gas and water has closed a section of Main Street. There it is, between 4th Street and University Avenue. Excuse me, Because of the development of a sinkhole, traffic will be detoured to 4th and University while repairs are underway, according to the Clarksville Gas and Water News release. Sinkholes. So it's undetermined when the road will reopen to traffic. Man, we've got a ton of those around here. It's like sinkhole city. Yeah, yeah, you get sinkholes. It's all right. It's not bad. It's not bad until you're driving on the road and one of them opens up and swallows your car. When has that happened? It could. Always living in fear. I didn't say fear. I said possibility. Okay. Yeah. Hey, make sure to like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. And hey, waterdogs.scuba.com. Uh, let me tell you something. Guys, gals, you want to go scuba diving. Oh, you're going to include the girls in this one? Of course. Mm-hmm. Listen, I, I'm only... <laughs> I am not a sexist. Okay. I'm not. I am not a sexist. I'm just saying, if there's a standard that you have to pass, don't ever lower that standard just to have equity. Okay. I, you I know hear what I that. Mean? I understand that. Right. There's a standard for a reason. Yes. Right. So you're saying that's what's been done? No, no, I, I'm just, I'm saying it so it doesn't happen. Okay. Because I saw what happened in the army. Okay. When they lowered the standard. And now we got weak. Whoa. Kim needs to be punished. Yes, I agree. She's being muted for, I can't even find the button, so don't worry. What are dogs there, scuba.com. Scuba diving. Uh, plus CPR training, too. Great. You can't go wrong. Save a life. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. All right. What do you you get to pick now? You got a man carrying an AR-15 while wearing red ninja jumpsuit and tactical vest. He was arrested. Man charged with using GPS device to track former girlfriend. Yo. Man injured after being attacked by bull in Rutherford County. (laughs) Nashville man charged for the 186th time. Released again. I spelled again wrong. And also simply the best legendary singer, Tina Turner, which we will pick anyway. So Yes. So you get to pick any of the others except for Tina. Where's the happy story? There's, you didn't oh, there's include, a ton of them. Th- those don't really sound happy to me. I thought we were going to try to start including a happy Yeah, they caught this guy. Story. That's pretty happy. And look, they found him. Or they f- maybe this <laughs> ends on a ha- Maybe they get back together. No, I hope not. Okay. Here, let's find out. And hey, how about the bull? That's pretty good. Okay. Why don't you choose, Joe? Well, I, I chose this one. Okay. 
Man charged with using GPS device to track former girlfriend. This is this is where creepiness happens. Yes. So what do we got there, uh, Kim? Metro Nashville police arrested a man on Tuesday for allegedly using an electronic tracking device to monitor a former girlfriend earlier this year. Let me guess the car. Uh, that's what I would guess. Right. Yeah. Right. You put these Tracker. little tag things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On put the car. In the trunk or underneath. Right. Yep. And that's what it says that uh, she uh, told the let's see precinct in Madison on January 26th to file a domestic disturbance report. She told officers she had just discovered a small case under the rear bumper oh, of her vehicle boy. and opened it to find a GPS tracking device inside. Oh, no. The Metro Nashville Police Department detectives learned the device was registered to 53-year-old Michael Henniger Jr., who had previously dated the woman, according to the report. Reports indicated that Henniger purchased the device at least one week prior to its discovery Mm-mm. on January 26th. A whole week, huh? Yeah. Of driving around with this creepo. Yeah. Allegedly, Ooh. Henniger. Yeah. Um, he was arrested on Tuesday, May the 23rd, and charged with illegally tracking a motor vehicle, stalking, and possession of a firearm during an order of protection. Oh, boy. Wow. Don't do it. Guys, gals, don't do it. Don't stalk them. If it's over, it's over. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Baby, it's not meant to be. That was a song. Yeah. But I added the not I, meant I to could, be. I could tell that. Right. Yeah. That's so weird. Wow. All right. Creepy. What else? Now you get to pick. Okay, we'll do the Rutherford County one. Oh, see the good, this is the good news story. Let's see what we got from WKRN, where this guy gets into a fight with a bull. Crazy. Have you I, I have you seen the, the uh, Netflix special called Human Playground? No. Really good. Is it? Is yeah. Um, basically, they it's looking into different ways that humans play, and each episode covers a different um, aspect of play. So, like the first one is overcoming pain. So people who do like long distance ultra marathons, and one of them in there was people who not bull fighters, but the bull like they are in the ring with them and they like jump over them, like the clown, get out of the way, and they're not dressed as clowns. The, the distractor, yeah, yeah. Um, so really, uh, it was it was interesting. So we'll see what this what happens here. Recovering in the hospital tonight following an attack by a bull in Rutherford County. It happened on a farm on Alisona Road in Eagleville. Witnesses tell deputies they heard the 55-year-old victim yelling, get back, get back, while he get. was inside a barn. Get. Well, when first responders arrived, they yelled at the aggressive Scottish Highland bull to distract it and nice draw its attention away from the injured man. Deputies say the bull then charged at them, oh, and they had to shoot and kill the oh. bull. Oh, man. Burgers. Yikes. Got some good steak coming, though, right? I'll tell you what, they make so much bank off of their semen. Why? It's Literally a business. Two months after the deadly Covenant school shooting, at it's Davidson a business. County judge rules the Covenant. Oh, my goodness. The so-called manifesto. Ah, oh boy. Well, you mess with the bull, you get the horns. No bull. <laughs> it's funny. All right, here we go. Yep. I did not know that she passed. Yep, Tennessee. Tennessee legend. She was from Brownsville, Tennessee. Did oh, you know really? that? No, yeah. I did not know that. Yep, so we lost uh, Tina Turner. Wow. Yep, 83 years old. Wow. Simply the best. 
That was uh that wasn't her original. Yeah, she's been uh, she had dual citizenship. She had a, a house in uh, Switzerland. That's where she died. Okay. And she's been uh, in intestinal cancer for quite a few oh, years wow. now. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So she succumbed to her uh, to her uh, disease. Wow. Yep, she was great. Yes. You know, um, most of her hits were covers. She took good songs and made them really great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Proud Mary. Right. Okay. You know CCR. Right? Yep. CCR. Uh, Better be good to me. You know that one. Yep. You better be good to me. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, it was a band called Spider. Okay. A bunch of cokeheads out of England, and she took that song and made it great. Yeah. Uh, you know the best, simply the best. Right. That's not hers. That's Bonnie Tyler's. You know Bonnie okay. Tyler uh-huh. from uh, yep. you know, Total Eclipse of the Heart. You know that Bonnie Tyler. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know the she's like the white trash from Wales. I think was her <laughs> nickname. Right. <laughs> well, but yeah. So yeah. t- Tina took it and yeah. pff, now it's Tina's song. Right. I think what's love got to do with it is probably her biggest, mm-hmm. her most well-known. Yeah, it was, uh, it was actually, I think the only, the, I don't know where it landed on the charts, but it definitely reached the highest out of all of her songs yeah. on the Billboard charts. Right? Yeah. That and the Thunderdome song. Yes, yeah, true. We right. don't need another hero. We don't need another. All written by the same writer, by the way. Okay. The, those two songs. Okay. She should have stayed with those two writers. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Uh, she did that uh, duet with, um, was it Peebo Bryson? Uh, she did an Al Green cover. Da, 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 never should have spoken. Uh, hold on, it'll come nobody to knows me. that song. Yes, they do. No, nobody knows yeah, that song. it was song. popular in the 80s when I was in school. Oh, <laughs> no, it wasn't. Was it on the private dancer? It wasn't Peebo Bryson. No, his, of course it I'm wasn't I'm hearing Peebo his voice Bryson. in my head. It's too... Uh, too bassy? And it's got too much rasp in it. Rasp? Uh... Maybe was Michael, it Freddie Jackson? Michael McDonald, maybe? No. Uh, on My Own. There you go. That was a duet. On My Own. You don't remember that one? You've been singing all morning. Maybe I should sing it. I don't know that one. On My Own. On my own. Once again now. On my own by myself. Still don't know. Anyway, good song. So we lost Tina. Here's some others we lost so far in 2023. Mm. But yeah, the Tennessee native. She gone. Oh, Jerry Springer. We lost Jerry Springer. Did you know that? No, I did not know that. Harry Belafonte. Deo. We lost yep. him. Oh. Uh, who else did we lose? Al Jaffe. Okay, I don't know. I don't know Michael Lerner. Oh, yeah. Actor. Yeah, actor. Yeah, yeah. Actor. Oh, he was good. Yeah. Jeff Beck from uh, Beck. The group. Okay. Bert Bacharach. Wow. He's gone. Wow. Uh, David. Uh, I don't know David. Raquel. Oh, I didn't know Raquel. Yeah, yeah. She's gone. Wow. Mm-hmm. Tim McCarver. Great sports announcer. Richard Belzer. Comic. Mm-hmm. Lance Reddick. Wow. Gary Rossington. I, I don't know Gary. Lisa, oh, Wednesday Adams. Oh, yeah. Joe Pepitone, famous Yankee. Hung out with his uh, daughter. Bobby Hull, hockey guy. I didn't know Cindy Williams passed. Laverne and Shirley. Oh, yeah, that's right. David Crosby. Wow. Lisa Marie Presley, who was pretending to be married to Michael Jackson. Wow. Right. Remember that? 
Yeah. That whole deal. Yes. When they kissed on stage. Uh, she was in his music video, too. Yeah, yeah. She's a good actress. <laughs> That's right. Clock's Oh, it was now. Patty LaBelle. I'm sorry. You're right, Laurie. That was Patty LaBelle. That was not Tina Turner. You're exactly right. Yeah. I, I said the wrong person. Yeah, that was Patty LaBelle. My bad. My bad. Well, it's funny because Tina Turner died on Patty LaBelle's birthday. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yesterday. So right? I must have sensed that, right? Yes. <laughs> All right, we gotta get out of here. Well, happy Thursday, Joe. Just, just stand up for your kids. That's all. They're making your kids dumb. That's all. And I think it's being done on purpose. I really do. I don't think they care about your kids. And the good teachers out there, you better start standing up or else you're going to be you're going to be known as the bad teachers. We're the baddies? Yes. You're the baddies now. Cuz you're worried about your paycheck and feeding your mouth and your kids' mouth while all these other kids get ruined. Stand up, idiots. Dummies. Kim, what'd you learn in the show today? Anything stand out for you? Yeah, we need to let our kids be kids. Yeah. We need to be involved That's right. in their education, even if they're in a public school system. Don't just assume that what they're learning is uh, at school is That's right. all they need to learn. Yeah. Um, Take the kids to the library. Yeah. Spend some time with your kids. Yes. Right. I agree with what you said earlier. Yes. Yeah, right back to wrong. Move along. That's right. All right. Let's get out of here. Uh... What else do we cover today? Oh, yeah, the troops that are heading to the border. Yes. Yeah. 100 yeah. troops. National Guard. Bill Lee sent them down. We got a crisis at the border. Yeah. Media don't want to talk about it. So, hey, right. troops, keep your head on the swivel while down there, all right? That's right. And uh, what else do we talk about? Oh, yeah, unplug your air fryer. Yes. Yeah. Is your air fryer plugged in? Unplug it. I'm, t- I'm serious. Just do it. Okay. I'm serious. Insurance companies are telling people. I don't have one. You don't have an air fryer? See, I knew this was going to go a direction. Why don't you have an air fryer? Are you anti-air fryer? No, I just don't have one. So you are pro-air fryer? I'm not pro or con. I don't have one. Would you like one? No. You're anti-air fryer then? (laughs) I don't want something else to sit on my counter or take up space. Then you unplug it put it in the cupboard. I said take up space in my cupboard. I don't. It's not necessary. I'm Joe Padula. And I'm Kim Edmondson. And I have an air fryer. And I don't. And this was the local news you need to know. Absolutely. Absolutely. The local news you need to know. Weekday mornings at 7 a.m. Watch, listen, and join the conversation. Only on the Joe Padula Show Network. Absolutely.